0: And you're listening to the life beyond infertility podcast, a podcast devoted to providing information and sharing stories surrounding how to accept your infertility and learning to live a happy, fulfilled life beyond it as a life after infertility coach and someone who's personally been through the ups and downs of trying to conceive and passionate about helping women feel confident and empowered to take their lives back and find the joy in them again. I believe this area is a crucial missing link in the infertility space, and by talking about it and sharing our stories, we help break the stigma. So let's dive in.
1: So I am very excited that I get to introduce the next speaker. Charlie Dice struggled with infertility for years before her and her husband made the decision to move beyond it. Using the frameworks she learned in the process, she now coaches women and even men to accept infertility and live a joyful, fulfilled life yet again. Her mission and passion is to help others overcome the trauma of infertility and find happiness beyond it. Charlie, stage is yours.
0: Hey, Michelle. Thank you so much um, for having me on. I'm so excited to be here. Curious before I get started, how many of you here actually think of infertility as trauma? If you can put a one in the chat, if you think that it is, and two, if you think that it's not. And we're going to come back to that answer in a little bit. So just keep that in mind. So let me kind of tell you where I came from. I have a little bit unconventional story in terms of the infertility journey because I never wanted to be a mom. Um, When I was a little girl, I was really focused on my hobbies. I wanted to build a career. I wanted to have a future where I traveled. Um, And when I grew up and I graduated college, I still wasn't thinking about having children. So I had a good job. My husband and I were happy. We had built our dream home. We had done some traveling. Uh, And it wasn't really until I was 30 that my internal clock really started ticking. And the thing was, all of our siblings had gotten pregnant so easily that we just thought that that would be us, that we'd have no problems at all. It took two years for us of trying naturally to even get our first pregnancy test, um, which was in August of 2020. And that pregnancy, unfortunately, only lasted for 10 weeks. And when I went to the emergency room, when I started bleeding, they told me, we're sorry, there's no longer a heartbeat. The baby probably died two weeks ago. It just takes that long for your body to recognize that you're miscarrying. And they told me, I'll never forget this. The doctor in the emergency room said, you can go home now and pass your baby. And I thought, I don't, like, what does that even mean? I don't even know what that means past my baby. Like I had never experienced this before. And it was so traumatic for me. Um, I ended up needing a DNC because I was too far along. And when I did start to continue to miscarry, the bleeding was so bad that they were afraid I was going to lose too much blood out having the surgery. So that was just an extremely traumatic experience for me. And it took me about eight months to both recover physically and emotionally from that first miscarriage. And one thing to know about me, too, is that I've suffered from major depressive disorder for the last 15 years, clinically diagnosed. I did have one suicide attempt um, when I was uh, 20 years old. And so my emotional health is very important to me. It's also very precarious. And so I was. Very traumatized and thinking that you know this was something that I wasn't going to be able to um, recover from. Long story short, over the next three years, I ended up getting two more pregnancy te- positive pregnancy tests, but unfortunately, they also ended in early miscarriage. Um, my husband and I went to a infertility clinic near where we live, and we did all kinds of testing, all kinds of treatments, and found that both he and I had issues. So. My eggs were actually at 32 years old. They were actually the quality of a 50 year old woman. And my husband had zero to 1% of sperm motility, morphology, and volume. They actually did his tests multiple times because they said they had never seen someone register the test with 0%. At the end of our treatments, we were told that, you know, we'd still have a 33% chance of conceiving naturally, which even though that sounds like a lot, It was not meant to be for us. So we agonized for six months over whether or not to continue trying and continue on this journey. And it just became too emotionally taxing for me. You know, you feel like a failure month after month when you get your period and nothing happens and you're triggered every single day because you see pregnant women all the time in your everyday lives at the grocery store, at the doctor's office, at the bank, you know, it just, it, it wore on me. And I told my husband one night, sat him down and said, I I just can't do this anymore. And he understood because he had seen me go through it. And luckily, you know, he said, okay, like we'll, we'll stop. Problem then though, is that we had no idea what that meant. It was like, okay, well, what now? Like, what is our lives? What do our lives look like now that we don't have this journey that we're on that has been all consuming for the last 6 years. So what I found is that there was absolutely no help from the medical community for the transition from trying to conceive to not trying to conceive anymore. I did go to therapy. I had been in therapy for my depression, but my therapist had never experienced infertility or miscarriage, and so she really couldn't identify with me to, you know, the extent that I needed her to to really heal. I also changed medications. Uh, With my doctor, but it made me feel so much like a zombie that it just wasn't truly me. I was just really numbed to everything. And while that may sound good in theory, you know, it just doesn't feel that good uh, in reality. And also the infertility clinics, like they don't care about you really anymore when you're not patient. Um, That's maybe a harsh reality, but that's the truth of it. You know, we weren't actively trying to use their services. And so they kind of just, you know, said, Hey, thanks for coming. And we'll see you later. I started thinking, you know, like, why is there such a huge gap in care between actively trying to conceive and then learning to accept childlessness? I started thinking, you know, like, why is there such a huge gap in care between actively trying to conceive and then learning to accept childlessness and so many millions and millions of people go through this. I started thinking, you know, why are we the forgotten about group? Why are we pushed to the side, you know, to defend for ourselves. There has to be a support system out there. And I was so tired of feeling isolated, alone, depressed, anxious, like obsessing over this. You know, I wanted to feel in control of my body again, my life, my mind. I wanted to get my confidence back as a woman, um, as a wife, friend, a daughter, a coworker. Like I just wanted to, you know, feel like myself again. So I remember sitting in my living room on a chilly fall day. Uh, I live in the Northeast, and I was staring out the window at the gray sky, and I thought, this can't possibly be how I feel for the rest of my life. Like I don't want to be numb anymore, but I also don't want to feel these painful feelings either. I ended up getting my butt out of the recliner. I dusted off my laptop and I started reading. And it really wasn't a walk in the park. Like, let me tell you, it was super frustrating because there's actually very little out there in this kind of quote unquote, after fertility. Um, 99% of the information you find was how to cope going through it, um, but not after the fact. So it kind of felt like I was landing on the moon for the first time, like there was no space station, there was no walk path to follow, there was no one to turn to for any advice. So finally, after months of tears and waffling between wanting to throw my laptop at the wall and hugging it, um, I actually figured out my own five-step process that encompassed everything I went through what I was currently feeling, and also how to move forward in the future. And it was kind of coincidental what Shannon said earlier, because I wrote it all down and I condensed it and I actually coined it the five-step Phoenix formula. Because after implementing it, I felt like I had risen from the ashes, that I was born again, and that I could kind of fly off into a new life of my own making. So that kind of brings me to what I'm doing now which after my own transformation and using my formula, I thought, you know, I wonder if this could work for anybody else. So thankfully, a few of my close friends who were also struggling to cope with miscarriage and infertility took me up on my wild offer to quote unquote coach them through this process. And thank you to you all, by the way, you know who you are. And actually the results were incredible. We started hearing from a lot of them in just a few short weeks, uh, working the steps that they were able to see their lives differently, find opportunity in the losses that they had had, um, and feel confident and joyful about their futures again. Their relationships with with their partners improved. They were able to communicate their needs more clearly with family members, and they were also no longer pressured by society to kind of fit into this neat little box of being a mother, Um, because that's what a lot of us women are told as girls is kind of the only option for us. And to be completely honest with you, I really thought it was a fluke at first because I don't have any fancy letters behind my name. I'm just a woman who got sick and tired of feeling numb, lost, exhausted, and I just decided to do something about it. So because I went through this trauma, I ended up finding my true passion, um, which is to help other women and men uh, cope with miscarriage and infertility and find the joy in life again, um, to learn not just how to exist, In their lives but actually to thrive in them again because that's the whole point right so it really transformed my life completely and more importantly the lives of the people that i work with so my whole mission now um, and in the future is to just be a resource for those in what i call the gap which is the in-between space kind of this limbo between actively trying to conceive and going through infertility treatments and then the after it's kind of that point when you stare at your partner and go, well, now what, you know, helping people navigate that phase of infertility is what I really am passionate about. I honestly, I, I get a little choked up just thinking about it because the women that I talk to, it, it really, um, it really feels so good to help them um, because I know firsthand what they have gone through. And I just really love when the light clicks and they're like, yes, I can do this again. Um, so I'm just curious in the chat, you know, how many of you have felt like it was impossible for you to feel joy again, even if you haven't gone through infertility, just any of the situations here that the speakers have talked about? Yeah, it does feel impossible. Like how helpful would it be to have someone who's actually gone through it, you know, who's felt what you're feeling, give you a step-by-step process, you know, how to feel better and, and get a path, you know, forward. If you have ever felt that, and you have gone through miscarriage or infertility, um, and you're just kind of wondering how to cope with that and how to move forward, I do have my uh, Life Beyond Infertility coaching program, an eight-week to 16-week program where I do one-on-one coaching. If you'd want just to chat, I do offer a f- totally free, no obligation, 15-minute connection call. i put everything in the chat um, just to get to know you better and kind of see if I can help you. And I also have a website where if you go to it today from the link in the chat, you'll get a completely free 15-page e-guide with my roadmap to kind of starting that process to accept. To close out, I just, I really want to thank you all for your time today. It's really been a pleasure um, being part of this summit. And I want to personally thank Michelle and her whole team for putting this on. So I hope I've added to the sentiment that you can do extraordinary things no matter what you struggle with. And there's someone out there who has struggled with it too and is willing to help you. You just need to get over your fear and ask. Just remember, uh, you're amazing, you're worth it, and you're definitely not alone.
1: Wonderful job, Charlie. I love it. And um, I love how you asked in the beginning is infertility a trauma because maybe some people don't actually think that. Um, Some people may not know the implications of going through a miscarriage of infertility problems. I have never been pregnant. I um, don't know if I ever will. However, when I was younger, I used to want six kids and Shantae has six kids and There's a couple other people on here that mentioned six children right now to me that seems like a crazy number in my mind. Um, However, it didn't happen and it's interesting the, the path that God leads us down and what we're doing now in spite of or because of so you're now impacting so many women and men discover themselves even though they have gone through this pain and this trauma because like you said you know you went through depression you went through helplessness where you didn't feel like you were good enough or feel like you were a woman because you could not do this one thing that we think as women is a necessary obligation and um and it's great that you're helping do you have a book out charlie I do not have a book I'm actually working on it. It would be nice if I could work faster, but (laughs) I don't have it out yet. You got this. Like I I see this in a book, uh, especially because there's a market for it. Because what you, what you originally said was there's not a lot of people out there that do this. There's not a lot of help. So you are going to be that expert in your space to help in the, in between, you called it the gap, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Correct. Yeah. So, yeah. so I encourage you to write your book. Uh, definitely, I will do that. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, so great, great job. Make sure to put your information in the chat um, and really appreciate you. So-
0: if you like this episode, be sure to download, subscribe, and leave a review on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast. It really helps the show and helps me know the exact information my listeners want to talk about. For more information on accepting infertility and finding happiness beyond it, visit my website, www.CharlieDice.com. That's Charlie spelled C-H-A-R-L-I-E, Dice, D-I-C-E, dot com. Stay tuned for next week's episode.